Be sure to check out You Need a Candle 6 p.m. Central Time when we launch our Evil Dead Trilogy Wax Melts. We have wax melts based on the first three Evil Dead movies featuring the great, groovy Bruce Campbell. We also have more coming out as well. Be sure to follow our Instagram at You Need a Candles. What's up, all you jackasses out there today? Happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> What's going yeah. on, everybody? This is our um, St. Patty's extravaganza. Yeah. It's our St. Patty's Day extravaganza, y'all. And um, we're going to have a good time today. We're going to be talking to some Lep. Uh, I've got the first movie on just to chill out, too, and... Nick has been taking the leprechaun journey, so I'm excited to talk to talk to him about that. Uh, Nick, happy St. Patty's. It's St. Patrick's Day. We're going to have a good time tonight. Yeah, yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, okay, so I had told you guys on the podcast before, you've heard me talk about it. I never took the entire journey into the leprechaun franchise because I knew that most of it was shit. Um, and Christian was like, well, you know, we're doing it. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. My worst fears were realized. Most of it's shit. <laughs> um, you know, this is already off topic a little bit, but do you ever get those shamrock shakes from McDonald's? I've gotten like one or two in my life. I, they're, they're not bad, but I mean, they're just, eh, I don't know. I like them a lot, but they don't. I none of my Mickey D's are having them, so I don't know. I got to settle for the next best thing, which I think Dairy Queen does something with uh, Shamrock Shakes. But I like them. I, I always get them, but God damn it, it pisses me off that they're not even doing them. Because we have a Shamrock. City can like look it up on the McDonald's app. I don't know why she has the McDonald's app, but you know we were trying to find them and. None of them near me are have it. So tomorrow I'm gonna. I might actually actually have to venture out to get me a sham, a shamrock shake if I want one. So yeah, no, my McDonald's around here have them. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe it's just because you're southern and they're like, "Fuck you." I think so. But hey, do you have spicy McChicken sandwiches in Ohio, or do you just have the McChicken uh, sandwich? I no, I think they do, but I am good on that. I do not like McDonald's chicken at all. Well, I hear you, but like I remember when I was working the oil field, dude, I could this blew my fucking mind. I was irate too. I remember all we have down in Louisiana is spicy McChicken sandwiches. So I remember I was working the oil field and I was going to Oklahoma to do a job. And I get up to Oklahoma and I'm just trying to get something to eat. I go to Mickey D's. And I was like, hey, can I get a spicy McChicken sandwich? And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, a spicy McChicken sandwich. He goes, we just have a McChicken sandwich. We don't know what, we don't know what that is. They didn't even have them at all. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I wanted to just drive into the building. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> but then again, like, who the fuck lives in Oklahoma? Like, who lives in Oklahoma? First of all, Oklahoma is a shitty state. I hated it. Uh, the people were just like, 
I had to go to the the office building, like or the or the shop building for our company. The guy that ran the company was a bland nobody personality, like mean idiot. I hate Oklahoma. I hate it with a burning passion. I never want to go back there ever again. It's one of the shittiest states I've ever been to. The people are garbage there. I just hated all of them. Well, of them. there goes our there goes our five listeners from Oklahoma. Sorry, guys. No, I'm sure they're uh, great yeah. people. But Oklahoma I hate that sucks. state. I fucking hated yeah. that state. You know, I'll tell you what, though. Something that gives Oklahoma a run for its money. Arkansas fucking sucks, too. Arkansas is awful. I, I <laughs> That entire area over there, Arkansas, Oklahoma, like, why do you even exist? Like, I, it, uh, yeah, I just, no. I'm trying to think of one of my favorite states. to be, Honestly, dude, like, I, I don't know. I, I could... I don't know. You know, me, many, me and City talk about this. I don't plan on living in Louisiana my whole life. I just don't. And part of me wants to move somewhere in Texas. But I loved Michigan so much when I went up there. I just I never experienced a winter. So I'm wondering how much I'd be a bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, like that's a bad thing. Don't fucking move out here. Yeah, sure. Well, a white Christmas. Yeah, do it for 28 fucking years. <laughs> no, no, it sucks balls, man. The only time I like winter is like literally Christmas Day. As soon as Christmas is done, warm the fuck up, please. And it doesn't till like May. Like it, it's off. Don't do it. Well, how how high does the snow get sometimes? Does it ever get like four or five feet? No, no, we're not. We're not that bad off. That's more in the Northeast. You know, you're talking like some shit like that. New York, like it doesn't get that bad here. But we had a bad snow here in Ohio this winter. That was like uh, uh, ten inches, I think. It was pretty gnarly. I was like snowed in. I was I was like five hours late to work because I I could not get my car out. I just and that was also a day where it was with the wind chill negative thirty. Uh, so I was outside shoveling, getting back in my car, trying to get it to go, you know, for hours. And it was negative 30 degrees. Like it was awful. It, it was horrible. The only thing that, you know, it's so funny is down here, whenever it does randomly snow, dude, the town shuts down completely. Nobody drives, nobody goes to work. It's really not bad at all, but they don't have those ice truck those salt trucks whatever they're called that like keep the ground or the roads cleared so the, all the roads ice up and stuff but dude i don't know you might like it because when it does randomly snow over here nobody goes anywhere it's like it's like it's like the last of us or it's like uh i don't know it's like covid19 all over again every everything shuts down school shut down walm our walmart shuts down you can't everything is closed so it's like i don't know I guess you can no, look at that Ohio, as a plus. Ohio, we don't like we don't. That's the thing. They're like, oh yeah, it's just some snow. But uh, having said that, though, everybody panics when they know snow is coming. If snow is in the forecast, you can't go to the grocery store the day before because it's like the day after tomorrow. Like everyone is preparing for the apocalypse, even if it's like three inches of snow. I, I don't know if they expect to be snowed into their homes for like a week. So they have to get eight loaves of bread and what like I just don't get it. Anybody that's listening right now that lives in the mid totally understands that. Like 
oh yeah, we're expected to get two inches, maybe a little bit of ice rain tomorrow. And it's like, you know, Karen and all of her friends are like, get to the fucking Kroger. Like it makes <laughs> no sense, yeah. but that's how it is. <laughs> get to the fucking Kroger. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh shit. We've got those groceries here. Midwest. That's actually we've act I mean, it's funny because a lot of times people say, Oh, I shop at such and such. I'm like, what the fuck is that? But we have Kroger's. Not in my hometown, but like in the big towns near me. And I love Kroger's. There's like this mega Kroger and uh near me, probably like 40 minutes from me. Dude, it is amazing. It's like a it's like a two-story grocery store. It's like it's so fucking awesome. That's a nice and they have there's like there's like clothes. All kinds of shit in this Kroger. It's really nice. You yeah, know? the Kroger that's nearest to my house is it's not two stories, but it's like a mega Kroger. Like it has like a closed section and everything too. It's a really nice Kroger. Um yeah, that's why I said it. I didn't want to say anything that was like too Midwest where people would be like, What the fuck is that? So I was like, uh, Kroger. People Dude, know Kroger. I remember getting I remember getting a couple Friday the thirteenth shirts from Kroger during Halloween time. So Kroger's in my good graces. Freddie Freddy Kroger. Yeah, Freddie Kroger. Yeah. Chad Kroger from uh, Nickelback. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, all right, we can start the movie, but I want to talk about this. I, I've, I've got the movie. Kit. This is what we're doing tonight, guys. We're going to play Leprechaun 1. Per usual, you don't need to be watching the goddamn movie with us because we're going to be talking. Nick's been journeying through a lot of the movies. Uh, so we're going to be talking about his experience. We're going to have the movie playing. We'll comment on the movie every now and again because i love the first leprechaun um and talk about a lot of shit um so if you want to get keyed up with us um we are at the point right now where the movie opens up and you see leprechaun walking down the stairs and i've got it paused right where you see him visible past the corner so he's he's about to be coming down the stairs so that's where i'm at same here so when you're ready i'm ready we'll we'll, we'll get this shit going Okay, here we go, people. Let's let's uh let's let some lep roll in three, two, one. Um, so Nick, that's what I wanted to bring up. You you mentioned Chad Kroger. Why <laughs> are you are you a Nickelback fan? Oh no. You're not a Nickelback fan at all at all. You don't like any of their music. No. Really? Because I, I I grew up with them, and I, I'm trying to figure out what happened. I don't listen to them anymore, any of their new stuff, but I loved old-school Nickelback, and I'm just wondering, when did they become a meme, and how did they become a meme, is, and is it warranted? It It is warranted, I would. I, I, they became a meme, like, right after, obviously, that Creed phase and Three Doors Down and all that type of shit. Like, that, that's just kind of how that went. But I won't say that I never liked their music because, honestly, like, when I was a, you know, early teenager and stuff, like, there were some songs of theirs that I, like, could get down to. But I don't know, man. Now, it's just, like, while certain bands can live on, like Creed, like you can almost unironically enjoy Creed now. And I do like, I don't give a shit. Like there's, there's, I enjoy some Creed songs and I don't care, but um, Nickelback, man, it's just like a poor man's drunken man's Creed. You know, it's like, it's, I, uh, I just don't know what it is about them. I just, I think their music sucks. I really do. I remember when they were coming out when I was a kid, that big song was how you remind me. 
and I like that song. It's I think I think I remember what happened was around 2008 or whatever they came out with a record, and it, it I think they probably did. They just started sounding. I think they started sounding like a computer generated rock band that was trying to write hits, and they just sound just super bleh. And they've kind oh, yeah. of I mean, gotten stuck into that. Yeah, you got songs like Photograph and Rockstar and stuff. And it's just like, oh, God, what even are you? Like, yeah, it no. I mean, if, if you're going to stay in the in the niche that you, like, were in from the beginning, like, I may not like it, but I can respect that. But they were a band, yeah. They, they kind of tried to go, like, mainstream with their sound. And it was just kind of like your guys' sound is already questionable at best. And now, I don't know. I just, yeah, no, not a fan. All right. Anyway, so yeah. we're jamming some, we're jamming some leprechaun. I, I can't remember the first time I ever saw this movie, the first one, but talk about perfect casting. I don't know who else would have been leprechaun besides Warwick Davis, but um, one of the things that's so great about, leprechaun is the makeup especially um i think the makeup was always actually i don't know that there was any movies where the makeup looked bad but uh this v this movie i used to see on the vhs store or at the blockbuster as a kid all the time and it just scared the piss out of me as a little kid just looking at it and um i don't know i don't, I don't I can't remember the first time it was i saw this movie but i love leprechaun um i always i always wonder if leprechaun fought chucky who would win I mean, Leprechaun's got magic. He can do magic. I, how could he not beat Chucky? Yeah, you know what no, I mean. He'd, he'd he'd whip Chucky's ass. Period. He'd trash Chucky and his stupid kid. Yeah, God, <laughs> <laughs> that stupid idiot kid. Yeah, no, it. Same man. I can't remember the first time I ever saw it. I know that growing up, I remember like being a small child. It was kind of like a meme in my house. Be because like oldest brother Matt was terrified of this movie and my mom would I've told you guys so many stories about my mom you, you, and it, how she used to fuck with us and like she used to walk around the house to mess with my oldest brother and she'd be like I'm the leprechaun and shit and like just to like because he was terrified because he slept this was by choice he wanted the basement to himself. And so like he would, he, he made like a room in the basement, but the basement were those wooden stairs where there was nothing, there was no like back to them. So you could like reach through or whatever. And he was always terrified going down those steps. That the leprechaun was going to grab his ankle when he was coming down the steps or going up the steps. And uh, so, yeah, it was just like this running joke in my house that like my brother was terrified of the leprechaun and my mom thought it was hilarious and I remember watching it and like I did find him creepy. Like I was like, oh, that little bastard's creepy. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, do you th this movie obviously starts out on a. I wouldn't say Freddy's dead level, but it's between a level five and actually five is really not as funny as four of dream of dream like dream masters kind of goofier than dream child but it starts out somewhere in the middle between those two levels i think and so it starts out pretty humorous from the start i i wonder if was that the right step and i would say yes considering that the first movie is 
I mean, I wouldn't say it's it's a darling to the critics by any stretch, but, but then again, it's called the fucking Leprechaun. But I think that they probably did the right thing by taking the tone they did. And the thing I love about this first movie, dude, no bullshit. The movie starts out the Leprechaun. We've already seen the Leprechaun prepare a a a, a a tea party and his he's got tea in his hands already. Like there's no BS. You see him right away. You know, it's like they they spent all the money on the makeup for this character. They're gonna show the son of a bitch early on. And I love the I mean I it sucks that we don't have enough leprechaun stuff. You, there's no figures. Uh Trick or Treat Studios hasn't done a mask to it. You'd think getting the rights to do something with leprechaun would be fucking easy and whoever owned it would be chomping at the bit to get licensing stuff out to make money but why it's have you noticed it's like leprechaun is like non-existent in terms of merchandise like, like there's not a goddamn thing you can get and that's insane to me there's nothing t-shirts companies do like fright racks and stuff but where's the masks and toys like there's nothing that's just fucking crazy to me yeah i don't know i i think it's because i mean i think it's because this is like really never been popular it's it like now it's like it's a cult hit and like the first one was a you know decent success office for what it was but it still only made 8.5 million the only reason it was a success was because the budget was only a million so like and it did well on home video in the in the late 90s you know uh three and four did really well on home video but yeah, they um did. Yeah, it just it's never been like super popular. Uh and and I, I I guess back to your point, I think that's because of the route they chose to take, but I think it was the right route. How the fuck do you make this legitimately scary? Like there's no way. There's no way you can take a little leprechaun bastard and <laughs> him dumping him in the crate <laughs> and make anybody but small children fearful of him like right. I'm, seriously and that's why like when darren lynn bowsman was like i want to do one uh you know a scary leprechaun and i want to bring warwick davis back it's like i'd love to see that but like it would not be scary it's gotta like, it, it has to be funny you gotta make yeah. it funny it's got that's just the wheelhouse that this character plays in and anything else is just I don't know. I, I'm not interested because you're not going to scare me with this. You're just not. I, I mean, were it, you ever scared of this little fucker? I was scared of the idea of it before I saw it. Like when I used to see the VHS on the shelf before I ever saw the movie. That that cover art, it's very simple. And it's creepy because he's peering through this door in this nothingness building, like house or whatever. It's blackness and then a little light from this giant door and he's creeping out of it. So when I was really, really little, it used to creep me out. But then when I finally saw the movies, I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is so and it had the reversed. It had the reverse thing of Puppet Master. You know, when the first when people saw the first Puppet Master on VHS, they all said, Damn it, I missed that in theaters. This is awesome. When I saw Leprechaun, I was like, this has straight to video written all over it every day of the week, 24-7. Not in a bad way, but it just screams straight to video. Come to find out that the first one went to theaters, and that blew my mind. Um, Not to mention the fact that we're going to see Jennifer Aniston in this, but... Yeah, so it's crazy to me that this movie... It doesn't really surprise me that it's, it was successful, uh by its by its own standard uh because it's i mean it sounds fun as hell and we're still creeping in like we're still in like popular doll era i guess uh 
since since the couple of those Charles Clay movies came out in the early '90s, and Puppet Master was also really riding high at the video store. So the early '90s certainly had this like, not that Leprechaun is a doll, but I mean, you would kind of categorize him in that same. You would you he's kind of in that family tree. He's a wee killer. A wee killer, yeah. <laughs> but I love the first Leprechaun movie, and um, I know we're gonna talk about your journey through seeing the sequels um and we can kind of just get into it as we're watching this movie let me tell you my two cents about leprechaun 2 and then you can take it away i love leprechaun 2 uh morty the the uh the drunk dude the old dude steals the show to me but the girlfriend in that show in part two show that's my uncle used to call movies hey let's go to the show the girlfriend is one of the worst actresses she's she is i mean it's everybody in that movie kind of got first of all it was great seeing clint howard in the movie too you know in, in the in the, the the haunted tour thing in the hearst he was funny everybody in that movie figured out they knew what kind of movie this was and they were acting good b-movie acting right everybody was kind of like in the zone with it and having fun but that girl's acting was so bad i i actually get pretty irate watching it like i wanna i wanna slap her she's so fucking bad in that movie and i can't believe like she wasn't fired and i know people may be saying dude it's a leprechaun film watch that movie and see how bad she is her timing is terrible her delivery is disgusting she's a fucking i don't know who you are woman you are the worst actress i've ever seen in my life you're fucking terrible I mean, she is, it is so fucking bad. I hate her in that movie. That's my yeah. two cents on Leprechaun 2. Yeah, she's awful. And cap it all off. Her voice is like, hey, Cody. Like, her voice it's bad. is just, it, yeah, there's nothing about her that, God damn, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Jesus. Um, there is, there's nothing about her that's redeemable. Aside from the fact that she was attractive, but... Oh my god, she was atrocious. And yeah, it was really painful. Yeah, Morty's the he's the fucking best one in that movie. When he when that dumb motherfucker wished for the gold, um, I knew what was gonna happen and I felt so bad for him because I liked him a lot. Yeah. Uh, even though he was already drunk and he was ruining the tour and the kid had to go do it. Yeah, you know what? It, he hey man. <laughs> <laughs> those are his priorities and uh no i mean i yeah that one wasn't bad like it really wasn't i mean if they had gotten a better actress i i feel like that movie would have been uh, yeah i i really wouldn't have many complaints about it i think it's fun I, I i do like it i like the uh you know tricking the uh rapey dude uh into like the uh totally body double oh like i yeah i want to talk about that really quick She's supposed to be like a senior in high school or like, you know, 17 years old or whatever. And we get what's supposed to be a nude scene. And it's like, obviously it's not her. It's a body double. But also even then we're, that's a teenager that we're supposed to, we're supposed to believe that's a teenager. Like that, it's kind of weird. Like I, I, when I was watching, I was like, that's weird. But I did like the, you know, the death of, I mean, they didn't show it. It was more implied of the fans. And he like puts his face into him. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the second one for what it is. And the third one, 
as I told you, I'd only watched the first three and then that was all I'd ever seen. And, um, the third one, you know, Caroline Williams, uh, I, I love how, uh, yeah, back when Caroline Williams was in her prime and they were like trying to make her look ugly. And I was like, Caroline Williams wasn't, she wasn't ugly. Um, so like, there's a lot of fun to be had in that movie. I like the, uh, back and forth with the, uh, the, uh, uh, pawn shop owner and the leprechaun and like yeah there's there's a lot of fun in that movie I, and i think that the main chick that's walking around in like the entire movie basically in lingerie is a fucking smoke show um she is yeah it, it's so like it, yeah that one's fun too like i i didn't dislike that one at all but i gotta just say christian i, I gotta say it right now i i know you probably said this tongue-in-cheek about leprechaun 4 dude fuck that movie it <laughs> sucks <laughs> it is like I, I thought i was gonna have fun with it because it's a leprechaun and it's in space like it just sounds like it'd be super fun no i hated that movie i thought that movie was awful it took me two days to watch it i was halfway through it and i was like i can't do this like i so i turned it off and then i watched the rest of it the next day and just hated myself like it, i just i oh it was so bad man and I don't know. I mean, maybe like maybe there is fun to be had in it that I didn't see, but I don't know because I saw the fun in the first three movies. I didn't see any fun in that movie. I, I, I really didn't. Me and my brother used to love watching Leprechaun in Space. I like when he looks giant and it's like they got that princess bride, whatever she is, and she looks like she's from like some kind of like Aztec era in her outfit and shit. Yes. Yeah. Um what I really love about Leprechaun 4, dude, the poster art for that is I I love it. It's so iconic to me. I used to look at it on the on the blockbuster shelf all the fucking time. But if I'm being honest, I'd still take Leprechaun in space over the over the hood movies. Uh okay. So we'll continue the journey then. Uh so yeah, fucking hated that. And I start watching Leprechaun in the Hood, and like the first half, I'm like, I don't know, some of these guys are decent actors. Like, you know, they're not bad. I was like, this isn't awful. Like, it was definitely B grade, you know, like straight to DVD type stuff. But I was like, it's not terrible. Oh my God, the second half of that movie is a, that, an abomination. That's where a lot of people lose lose it with that movie. It's an it's abomination. A, it's 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 a funny idea too. And I almost feel like that would be like, I, I, I hate to be that guy. Oh, you couldn't make that today. But like, I just wonder if that would be like, have a negative connotation. Like if they made a new movie, it was just like, if, if they made a new one today and it's like Leprechaun, Leprechaun in the hood, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny that they, and then they made Leprechaun back to the hood. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I don't think it would fly nowadays, but yeah, man, it's just like, they dress up like women that clearly do not look like women and <laughs> outsmart the leprechaun and get him to smoke a four leaf clover joint. And then um, the editing and like the quick cutting in that movie is terrible too. Like the shots come out and they're like, Oh, hide behind the bar. And his friends just like, uh, like with bulls and you're like, what the fuck? And then like the whole fight, it's just like, oh my god! It's so it was so bad. Like that, I just. Uh, it, it, I mean, do you, I'm I'm assuming you like Ice T and Postmaster P. 
Uh, I actually thought the guy that played Postmaster P wasn't a terrible actor. I Me actually, too. I, I like Postmaster I, yeah. P. I kind of, I kind of liked him. And Ice T is Ice T in any movie he's ever been in. So like she you know what you're getting. You he's dig? Like, you ain't so you ain't no fucking gangster. And it's like and then he's just like I'm gonna shoot you anyway. And he shoots him, and I'm like, oh, good for you, Postmaster P. And then he's still alive and hits the leprechaun with a chair. And like, right? I'm just like, what is happening in this movie? And then. I don't know. I mean, yeah. So the hood movies, like everybody says back to the hood is better than in the hood. And well, yeah, in the hood sucks, but I, it, those, whatever. Most but people me, don't have those pretty high on their rank. I think, I think a lot of people, I'm sorry to cut you up. I think a lot of people really oh, like one through. I, she's beautiful. I, if I could just be a dog for a second. She's one of my, I I think she is like my all time celebrity crush, but like, she's so pretty here and her skin looks so smooth and like, she literally looks perfect. I mean, yeah. just absolutely. I love her bangs. I love her nineties hair here. She is like this. She is literally a 10 out of 10 in this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, when we got to see her in that little blue dress earlier with the skirt, my God, she is just her legs, dude. I need to make that my wallpaper on my computer. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's nice. She is she is a very very attractive woman. Um, but yeah, so then Christian texts me guys last night, and he's like, or two nights ago, he says, "You've got to watch Origins." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." He's like, "It's like awful. Like it is a, a, it, basically a train wreck of a movie." I fucking and, hate it. Um, I'll tell you, man, it sucks. It is awful, but it was like, I, I was expecting the worst movie I'd ever seen. And like, I've seen worse, but yeah, it was like a, I wouldn't give it a half star on Letterboxd. Like, no, it sucked. And like, would you, would you call him Hornswoggle? Like, Hornswoggle. So Hornswoggle is a, he was a professional wrestler. He was in WWE because that's a WWE film. Like I told you the night, dude, like the only two good WWE movies are see no evil two, which is fucking insanely good. It's those two sisters, the Sa Saska, the Soska, Sas they're big horror movie directors, these two girls. And they make see no evil two with Kane, the wrestler and Daniel Harris is the star of the movie. It blows the first one out of the fucking water. And then Flanagan did Oculus for WWE films, which is fucking crazy. Like that's a WWE film, and if you've seen any other anybody listening has seen any other WWE film like Triple H and The Chaperone, they're so fucking bad. They're so fucking bad. That just goes to show you wrestlers are they're obviously acting and they're performing, but they're not actors. They know how to work in their environment, but they can't fucking act to save their lives. Most of them can't. The Rock can obviously, and John Cena gotten pretty good at acting, but. Origins is the I think it's the lowest rated WWE movie in history. Like people were fucking pissed, and just the sheer fact that Warwick Davis is in every other Leprechaun except Returns warrants Origins having to be dead last on the list, completely dead last on the list. Because even the shitty ones, I, I understand four. It's not a great movie. It still has Warwick Davis being Warwick Davis. But this Origins one is fucking dog shit. Dude, not even is it just not Warwick Davis. It's not a leprechaun. It is <laughs> like it's like a rodent thing. Like yes. It, when I was watching it, I was thinking of the Chupacabra movies that were straight to <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. 
Like that's what I kept thinking of. And it was so low budget and shitty that they, they never even gave you a good look at the creature fully because it's like, well, if you see it, you'll laugh your ass off because it's fucking terrible. And like, clearly it, it was just my God, dude. It like the acting was atrocious too. There was one part in that movie where I was like, and the fake Irish accents too. Some of the people were like, Oh my terrible. God, you're terrible at this. But, um, the one part of the movie that did make me smile was when Hornswoggle, you know, fucks with uh, the the group and they're trying to lure him in and he throws the girl in there and the other chick just splits her face with the axe by accident. Right. I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. Um, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it looks like some kind of like shitty thing from Lord of the Rings. It's like, what, what, who, no, dude, that looks like the things from the descent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, what, how, how could you butcher a, how could you butcher a leprechaun so bad? Oh God. He's got like a pig nose here. Yeah. I was texting Christian last night while I was watching it and I, I just wanted it to end. I wasn't even paying attention. And at, at many points I was like, I just want this movie to end this. It's just like, it's one of those movies that is a complete waste of time. Like, even if you don't walk away from it, like, ah, you know, that's the worst movie, uh, movie I've ever seen. You're not going to like it. Somebody watching, if you liked Leprechaun Origins, seek help. It's just, ah, I feel like there are a few, there are a few movies. God, fu yeah. Fuck how could you that. not, how could you not love that, dude? Dude, no. That guy I guarantee annoying. you, uh, but I guarantee you there's going to be some comments in the chat that'll say lol i love leprechaun in space there are there are a lot of people that love leprechaun in space i was getting messages about it when i was watching it like oh i love part four so like some of the people are probably like oh man you didn't like it like again like christian said it's not a travesty it's not a train wreck like it has warwick davis there's there's some fun to be had there but yeah i mean i did not like it at all i really didn't like it at all i just Dude. i thought oh, it's the best uh, it's the best space movie since alien Oh, you <laughs> Pinhead did it better. Jason did it better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just so, not a fan. What I wanted to say though was like I really feel like, in terms of like production, it, I think three actually has like the highest value. It seems like, like it, it, I, I'm assuming that they had a healthy budget for three because they these movies probably just like rock and rolled on home video and so they're like hey we can we can do x y and z for the third movie and i mean just the fact that it goes to vegas and i'm assuming they actually filmed shit in vegas yeah they did and I, i'm pretty sure it actually did have the biggest budget of any of the movies um it was like over three million i think um which doesn't normally happen for straight to video movies um because the second one did get a theatrical release but it made like $2 million on like a $2 million budget. So like it pretty much, and then with home, like it probably broke even, but it didn't make them any money, but it wasn't a loss. So then they took that and they were like, all right, if we're going to continue this home video is probably the way to go. And that was probably the right decision. Cause although I don't know the Vegas setting for Leprechaun three, I think you could have actually marketed a decent, a decent amount to maybe make a little bit of scratch at the box office, but I think so too. It, it's interesting because there's been a number of instances where it's like nobody asked for a sequel, so they don't go to the theater to see it, but they'll sure as hell rent it. And like Critters Two is probably the biggest example of that. Uh, it it completely 
tanked isn't even the word. Like literally no one went to see it. Like nobody went to go see Critters 2 because the first one did well and they were like, oh, let's do another one. But then it, 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 dude, it, it like stole money on home video. It made fucking tens of like 15, 16 million bucks on rentals. So it's, it's crazy how sometimes that happens. It's like nobody's willing to go to the theater to see Leprechaun 2. But oh yeah, fuck yeah, we're renting that as soon as it comes out on home video. It's just dude. Do you think? Do you think that's? Do you think that? Uh, like, I'm being honest here. Do you think it has to do with the the subject matter? Do you think some people are like, I'm not gonna get caught em- dead embarrassed? In theater, yeah, Probably, watching this. I th- I think so. I really think so. Critters two. You know, it may be. It may be, dude. It may just be. Hey, Lauren. Lauren always says, "Visited by Voices." Once his channel. He he was honest with the Jason X show. Lauren always says this. And I almost, I, I, I really wonder if he's right. He's like the average person goes to the theater two to three times a year. That's it. And I say to myself, I wonder if I agree with that. And I, I, part of me probably does when you think about really the average person, which if you're listening to a podcast about Leprechaun, you're not the average person. (laughs) Yes. So I, I, if, if I, I think he, there could be something there and, I think the average person, maybe in 1994, when Leprechaun 2 came out, were probably like, okay, we're going to go see Forrest Gump. We're going to go see, uh, name two other really big movies in 1994. And Leprechaun 2 is probably not going to be on their priority list of movies to see. So I think, I think there may, that, that may be a lot to, to do with it as well. So I also think Leprechaun missed the boat. I think it came a few years too late. I think if this series had really begun in the 80s, I think it would have an even bigger following now than it does. Definitely. I mean, if you backed everything, which I want to say the first movie was actually shot in 90, but it didn't come out till 93. I I, I think it's on the special features of the Blu-ray where the director talks about this, which the guy that directed the first movie directed Rumpelstiltskin. And I got I'm praying Mm -hmm. to God that comes out. Have you seen Rumpelstiltskin? I haven't, but I knew that he directed it. Right. Dude, when I say Rumpelstiltskin is fucking amazing, it's better than Leprechaun. I I, I swear to God, Rumpelstiltskin is fucking insanely good. Kevin Yeager did the makeup effects for the rump for Rumpel, and it is so good. And it was a one-off movie. They never made a sequel. But that movie is amazing. But I want to say that this movie was shot in early 90. But it never came out till ninety three. But I think if it still need to come out earlier, I think if you'd have backed everything up to where the first movie came out in eighty eight, and then the sequel could have been eighty nine, part three ninety. Oh, dude, I think it would have been off to the races even more. But I mean, look, you know, they did, they did, they came out. Trimark came out smelling pretty good for uh, home video on a lot of these movies. So, you know, at least they got them out when they did. You know, just just think in 1990, in 1990, let's see, uh, seven or six, you could see the new groundbreaking horror film Scream 2 or Scream. And then you could also rent Leprechaun in space. Like what a time to be alive in the in the late 90s. Because <laughs> yeah. there, there were still those like shit. There was a great movie, dude. It's called Pinocchio's Revenge. And it's one of my favorite killer doll movies. It's fucking outlandish. That came out like 
people say Scream changed the face of horror, and it did. <laughs> Shut the fuck were, up! Don't even say. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like there was that 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 straight to video era was still kind of hanging on a little bit. So like I th- actually think Pinocchio's Revenge came out after Scream, and obviously it was a video store darling. There was no theatrical release for Pinocchio's Revenge. No, but I. I I've seen I, it. I saw, I saw it one time years and years ago. Yeah, I love those kinds of movies so much. Pinocchio's Revenge needs a, a Blu-ray. People have been dying for that to come out on on Blu-ray. Um, but I uh, I don't know. I do wish that these movies probably had a bigger audience. I mean, it had the, the horror audience loves it, but that's it. That's truly it. You're never going to get that crossover appeal. I think with uh, the average person, the way Chucky did, or uh, I mean, really? No, but be, but yeah. having said that, I I think you could do a Leprechaun movie today, and I think you could you could with the cult following it has, I think it could be a modest success at the box office. Like I think if you did a ten million dollar budgeted Leprechaun movie and you brought Warwick Davis back and you put it in theaters, I could see it making like forty or fifty million worldwide. Like I really could like, and, and you might think like, Oh, well that's not shit. You know, scream made that in its first weekend. Yeah. But comparatively, like you have to understand this this is the leprechaun we're talking about. Like, but that's a modest hit. And that I, and I would like to see that, but as we, how would they approach it though? If they were going to do one today, like what kind of tone? That's what I was just about to say. I think you have to, you, I don't think you're ever going to make them truly scary. So I think the way to go about it is make it funny, one, but two, make it fucking nasty. Make it gory right. as shit. And, and A24 needs to make it. Like, hey, I'm telling you, they'd have it. Uh, who knows? But I, I really think that'd be the way to go. Like, you you go there to laugh, and the unsettling parts of it are some of the kills and some of the gore. Just being like, oh, like, that's nasty. Like, I think that's the way you'd go about it if you did it. I would love that. Look, we got to talk about. You said you saw Returns today. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's obviously the first. No, it's not the first one. I mean, it's the first one that actually looks like a leprechaun that isn't. Yes. Yeah. It was a gentleman named Lyndon Porco, is the actor that portrays the leprechaun. Um, first of all, it was great to see Ozzy back in the series. Is that the same actor? That's Ozzy. Yeah. From, that's from this what movie. I thought. Yeah. Okay. And he had a funny death where you see the little feet stick out of his gut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Leprechaun Returns was a sci-fi movie. And I was really excited about it. Uh, when that came out, I watched the premiere on sci-fi, on the sci-fi channel. First time I watched sci-fi channel in God knows when. But I was excited about it. And obviously they, they, they uh, kind of did like a Halloween 2018 thing. And it's the daughter of Jennifer Aniston in the movie. <laughs> but guess what? Jennifer's not in the movie. Surprise. You know, <laughs> they, they couldn't get her. <laughs> ah, <laughs> she was time. busy. She was busy. Um, but I, I, I like Leprechaun Returns. Um, I there's a few there's there's something about Lyndon Porco's performance that I, I at first when I was watching the movie, I was a little annoyed, but I kind of think it's charming. His accent and stuff is very Irish leprechaun esque, but you, ha- I had a lot of trouble understanding what he said in the movie, with with this with the way he talked. But now I find it a little charming, like that you really don't like when he whenever he starts talking when he's getting ready to kill somebody or after he kills somebody, mm-hmm. you can't really understand what he says. 
it's and I used to be like, what the fuck? But I kind of started to like it. And I found it a little charming. It's nowhere near as good as Warwick, but I think it's a he he did a good job. And nobody's ever going to be as good as Warwick, clearly. I mean, he is. He, guy was born to be Leprechaun. But I, I thought Lyndon Porco did a pretty good job as Leprechaun. And the makeup was fucking fantastic in return. So I think it's in terms of the series, I, I got Leprechaun Returns up pretty high. It's up there. It's not in the bottom tier for sure. Yeah, no. It The thing about that movie for me was like I felt like there was some good – there were some decent effects work with the with the gore. Um, I thought that, the, like you said, the the guy that played the leprechaun. I don't know. I, I I'm sure I might warm up to him after a few watches. It's a movie that I will watch again. I didn't think it was you know it was bad. Um, he just he laughs so much. Like he's always laughing. Right. Um, but I, I get you know maybe he wanted to put his own spin on it like and and I and I respect that you know you don't want to try to be Warwick because there's only one Warwick but um yeah I mean it, it the, my issue was also the voice actor they got to impersonate Jennifer Aniston that was actually pretty good uh, I know right yeah it sounded like Jennifer Aniston um, I thought for a second for a second mm-hmm. I was like is that Jennifer then I was like what am I saying of course it's not. That's somebody um, trying to sound like her. Well, they did a damn good job, and um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I had a, fi- I had a fine time with it. My issue with it was, again, like with, like a lot of these movies, the acting. Like a lot of the acting was pretty poor. Um, I didn't give a shit for anyone, not even the main girl. The main girl that they try to get you to her daughter, I guess, really latch onto. I didn't care for her. I, I didn't think she was a very good actress. I, I, I don't know. There's just like. But Ozzy was Ozzy was cool. Um, I actually didn't mind the acting of the brunette one. That's like so uptight and like right. that is running the sorority thing. Like I actually kind of liked her. Like and she was cute, and she had death and she fell on shovel award and it went through her face. Like that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I mean overall, yeah, it would be in the top. I think it'd be in the top four for me, honestly. It is for me too. I I I've watched it a number of times now, and I really I've really grown to really love it. Um, when this came out, it actually it was a pretty big success success for sci-fi. And I remember reading something. It might have been bloody disgusting at the time, dude. The viewership was fucking solid on the premiere of the movie when it came out on like like the people watching it. Um, especially for today's standards. And here's a, if, if you're watching the show right now, people, I pulled up a picture of Lyndon Porco, his, his, uh, makeup of uh, makeup look. I thought it was solid. It, it, it certainly had its own appeal and look to it. It doesn't, it doesn't really mimic, uh, Warwick's, but it's, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's a solid six and a half out of 10. Um, and, and I remember hearing all the time they were going to do another one. Like there, yeah, we're gonna bring it back, and that was twenty what eighteen, twenty seventeen, yep. twenty eighteen, and we've yet to get anything else. I know the movie did really good on Blu-ray. If you don't have it, here it is right here. I picked it up the day it came out, Leprechaun Returns. So, um, it's just it's one of those things. I I I I I think that there is a marketplace for more Leprechaun right, and right now would be a great way to do it. I don't know. I I I'll be honest with you. I I. I I don't think it's a pipe dream that it would be a theater movie today, but I would anticipate a leprechaun film today possibly being like a shutter thing or 
I don't know, maybe even the movies are on Peacock right now. Maybe I, I would love to see it. And I think it would come out around Halloween time as opposed to St. Patrick's Day. That way they could just market it easier. I don't know if they'd want to spend a bunch of money marketing something just for a day, a one day holiday, whereas Halloween is like a big thing. But I think there's a market for it. And I think you got to bring Warwick back, though. As much as Lyndon did a good job, I think the only way to get people excited is bringing Warwick back. I think you got to have him because he can still do it. I know I know he's not against it. He's talked about being fine coming back and doing it. Um, yeah, he just said he wanted to take some time off from acting because he had kids and whatnot and, you know, had a family. And so it was – I don't think the role was ever, like, beneath him. You know, I, I don't think it got to the point where he was like, I'm not doing that shit anymore. It was more or less just like I kind of don't want to do anything right now because I have a family and, like – but he did say – I mean, he's openly said, you know, years down the road once, you know, my kids once are everything older settled stuff, down, yeah. Yeah, like I have no problem coming back and doing it. So I think the trick is you have to – at, at least like mildly respected director. And that's why I really did like the idea, like Darren Millen Bowsman, he's not going to turn heads to mainstream audiences as, as a whole, but to horror fans, like they'll know who he is. Cause he made some of the better Saw movies. So like, you know, Saw two, Saw three, Saw four, those were all Darren Lynn Bowsman. And like, those are some of the best Saw movies. And one of them, in my opinion, is the best Saw movie. So like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him do it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I was speaking of Warwick Davis. I think he's pretty free right now because, um, I, I, I like the movie Willow. Sydney literally adores Willow. That's one of her favorite movies of all time. And Disney plus was doing a series with Willow and Warwick Davis was back for it. Um, and yesterday I saw that one season in Disney canceled it, just canceled it. So, um, he ain't doing that no more. So, yeah, but it shows that he's open to acting again. So, you know, oh, I bet Disney paid him very handsomely too. I have a love hate with Disney plus dude. It's just like, I don't like Disney as a company cause they, they screw you on physical media. Um, and I feel like the only thing that they put any effort in anymore is just Star Wars, which I kind of like that Mandalorian because I like that actor. Uh, Pedro Pascal. God damn it. That motherfucker is so good. Mm. Uh, he he made Last of Us one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But I like him as I keep calling him Boba Fett because that's all like I, what I know that character to look like. I know that's not him. That's an actual. Oh, dude, that meatloaf looks fucking sick. Oh, meatloaf is sick. But I will. <laughs> I will say that those mashed potatoes looked great. Oh, this nice. is this is a leprechaun film, so they <laughs> they had a potato expert on hand. Yeah, meatloaf is fucking disgusting. Uh, look at look at Jennifer. She's such like a she's like a character of today's world. She's vegetarian. She uh she's not into the meat. Well, not that kind of meat, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you've seen the comedy We're the Millers. Oh, dude, I love We're the Millers. Her scene, man. Oh my god. When she's like in her brown panties, like and like, yeah. what, what was that? What was like? There was a song playing. Maybe it was White Snake. I can't remember. But oh god, what song was it? I I liked We're the Millers, dude. That was like one of the last. I feel like that was like one of the last good comedies before. It was like it was illegal to be funny anymore because you're gonna offend somebody. 
you know. See, I don't know, man. I, I have always, I have always um, felt like that's overblown. The song. What is the song? Uh, Sweet emotion. Okay, Aerosmith. But um, I, I have always felt like that's overblown because things like Family Guy and, and South Park and stuff are still thriving and, and they offend everyone. I think that's the key to it. Question. Can't offend just one are they? Group. But here's the thing, though, Nick. Are they grandfathered in? I mean, yes I, and I no. I think there's a differentiation there. I think if you – I think like the Simpsons and Family Guy and stuff like that, I think they're grandfathered in. I really they do. They are? But at the same time, I would say that's not all it is, though, because South Park still gets calls from mom groups and shit and, and celebrities all the time, like to cancel them and to sue them and stuff like that. Like it, that still happens. I just think that the way you do it right is offend everyone, everyone. Like if you are because the, the reason people take issue with it is like it's always like, you know, politics and bullshit ideologies like that where they're like oh i feel like they're picking on this group or people that believe in this and not but not people that believe in this and so on and so forth but if you're gonna offend every every religious person of every religion uh well, i every, think you always offend religion in movies oh yeah every always. You know, gender race all of it like south park says everything's on the table we'll literally make fun of everyone and that way it's like if you are somebody that is you know I don't know. You're if if you're left leaning or right leaning, they shit on both sides, and right. they, it, so like I feel like that's that's what they do well, and I think that's the trick. Like you've got to like look at. I, I'm gonna give a perfect example. Look at Dave Chappelle's career lately and how he's caught a lot of heat because it seemed like he was offending people that had leftward ideologies. Which wasn't really his intention because Dave Chappelle is kind of like, he's pretty middle of the road on a lot of stuff. But that one special that upset a lot of people seemed like he was attacking one group of people and, and Sticks one and side stones. of the aisle. I, I never watched Dude, it. Um, oh my God, it's fucking hysterical. I, I was in tears watching Sticks and Stones. I mean, I and I, I don't doubt it was, but like some, you know, there were groups of people I, I that were upset by it. And, and I haven't watched it, so I can't speak to it, but... The difference is then look at Chris Chris Rock's latest stand-up special, which I watched. It, one, it. it was hilarious. And two, he made fun of so many people from all walks of life. And I'm but like, it, that that's the way you do it. Right. And even so, it's fucking joke. The thing about okay, so with sticks and stones, it's hysterical and it's offensive in so many ways. Be it's because it's talking about stuff that is so taboo. Like, for instance, I can't do a Dave Chappelle joke justice. But he's talking about Michael Jackson because Leaving Neverland had come out relatively close to the release of Sticks and Stones. Did you see Leaving Neverland? No, I, 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 I'm not going to, I don't want to talk about Michael Jackson. All right. Well, this is the funniest thing. And the, the audience was in tears. He goes, Did y'all see Leaving Neverland? And the crowd just kind of, like half-heartedly cheering because it's like it's dark subject matter so they're just kind of cheering to say yes and dave chappelle basically is like i don't believe it. i don't believe these these kids like i don't believe them and all of a sudden he goes you know what though guys even if michael jackson did do it you know what i mean <laughs> and the crowd just throws he's like it's michael jackson but like 
it was that the, this what i'm getting at is like the, the special went to subject matter that deep yeah and then and then he start, the latter part of the show was he he was talking about the LGBTQ, lgbtq community and how they all really kind of hate each other and they fight with each other i thought it was actually that part was lighthearted and funny but I remember Vice afterwards made the, and it got all kinds of traction because Vice, I actually like Vice. They did a lot of really awesome wrestling documentaries called Dark Side of the Ring and stuff. And I think they, that it's a great television channel and they have awesome documentary, but they made this thing called, you can definitely skip Dave Chappelle's last special because it's really offensive to blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like it's, it's comedy. It's like, and, and yes, I want to be made fun of. It's not like I just want to laugh at Asian people, black people, gay people, straight people. I want to be made fun of too. But like, to me, it's just like, it's fucking comedy. It's just jokes. So I mean, I, I love the fact that when Will Smith got up and slapped Chris Rock, the entire world finally said, okay, this is fucking weird. This kind of, it's like, I feel like that united the world. I really do. I feel like the world finally uh, said, you know what though? For the most part. Yeah. But you still have people in Will Smith's corner and I just can't understand it. And but I just wanted to clarify really quick. I didn't want to talk about Michael Jackson simply just because I don't know enough to say how I feel about that situation based off of what I've read. I think he was oh, a very I mean, weird dude that did definitely do some fucked up shit, whether it was as bad as they accused him of. He got himself into some trouble. He put himself in those situations. That's a sticky situation. Yeah. And yeah, but I'll, really quick, I'll, I'll go there. And I obviously I'm not going to say I can't say I know one way or the other. I think there's a few factors you got to look at. The people, the most famous people that were actually I actually just finished Corey Feldman's book. Corey Feldman, here's what I'll say. And I, again, I don't know if Michael touched these kids. The, the two kids that are the main focus of the documentary, they, they, they talked about some brutal stuff, like really sexual stuff. And Michael groomed them and taught them they can't say anything to the parents, blah, blah, blah. But you've also got Macaulay Culkin and Feldman who were like, they were close with them. They hung out with them. They stayed the night. McCulkin argues when the news is like kids are sleeping in Michael Jackson's bedroom, Macaulay says, you have to understand that Macaulay, that Michael Jackson's bedroom is literally the size of a house. It's two or three stories, his bedroom. So the, the media throws that out there, blah, blah, blah. These kids, the, the, I say these kids, these two guys and then leaving Neverland, they definitely seem pretty genuine. And I can actually understand them not wanting to come out till he died. And also, some of the stuff that they talk about, like, you know, Michael, we one of them claimed that they had a, a behind-the-scenes marriage. Not like a legal thing on paperwork, but he goes, he goes, and Michael gave me a ring because he said, we're me and him love each other, and we love each other the way, blah, blah, blah. And he pulls out this little box, and he's got the ring. I actually implore people to watch it just to see and come up with your own conclusion. But Michael also never lived, he never had any sense of normality. But that's not an ex I, I I but not not that I'm excusing hanging out with kids be because there's the expression whatever age you become famous that's the age you stop aging like mat maturing so he was famous when he was a baby but I'll never understand wanting to hang out with kids when you're 33 years old there's something always going to seem weird to me about that you know 
But any, regardless, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. I wasn't there, but I will say leaving Neverland is going to fuck you up. That's all. I will say that because it's fucking dark, dude. Yeah. If, if this shit is true, it is fucking dark. I never, I never watched it, but yeah, I, I just, like I said, I, I can't speak to all that stuff. I will just say though, that like some of the controversy brought on to Michael was warranted because he was having kids like spend the night at his house and stuff and hang out with him all the time. And like to most people that's going to be weird and it's going to make them ask questions. And so, but so I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but as far as the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, like, can, can we just like, can we just call it for what it is? Like the overreaction. I remember the Judd Apatow tweet that was like, he could have killed him like that. And everyone was like, you're a fucking clown. Like, Shut up. He slapped him. But having said that, Jada Pinkett Smith is a horrible human being. She's the real villain. Yes. She's a horrible human being. She's fucking the pool boy. While that she's joke married. was hysterical, by the way. Yeah, it was hysterical. And I didn't so, have I'm any. Not, what did he say? I didn't what? have any uh entanglements <laughs> yeah yeah i i loved when he was too he's like um like i didn't bring your shit up y'all put it on the internet you had the person that did it interview you go how'd you feel about me sucking this dude's dick can like, you dude it was so worth the wait and it makes will smith look like a bitch and i think that's why he did what he did at the oscars because he knows the world looks at him like a bitch because like not only did you know your wife was doing this you like allowed it to happen. Then you allowed her to sit down and put it on the internet and interview you about how you were feeling about her banging other people. Like, dude, dude, she's a horrible person, like a horrible person. I hope Chris Rock makes jokes at her expense for the rest of her fucking life because she is a terrible person. And I, I, I think Will Smith genuinely is a good person. And I think the reason that he did what he did was because of the pressure from everyone about his situation, about how he looked and about his anger that he has for Jada and what she did. And I don't even think it was against Chris. I think it was like of he was lashing not. out against the world. And it was like, he shouldn't have to feel that way. So I it was never for me like, oh, Will Smith versus Chris Rock. No, it was more like Jada Pinkett Smith is the fucking problem here. And like, it, it should be like, Will Smith should leave her. Like, leave her. She's terrible. Like, ah. Oh there's she's clearly got like a stranglehold on him mentally and and emotionally because i've gone back and watched that clip a number of times and i've watched i've watched it from the asian broadcast i've watched it from the spanish broadcast and sometimes they'll show different camera shots he not it's not a debate it's not up for interpretation when they say the joke they cut to him laughing at yep. the joke. Yep. It's not until he looks at her and has, she rolls her eyes about it. And can we be, can we cut the bullshit as well? Of course, alopecia is not something fun. People deal with it. Horror fans probably know about it from Derek Mears, who has not alopecia. A, not a fucking debilitating disease that's killing her. And even it's, and yeah, and take that aside. For the joke to be that she is going to be in G.I. Jane 2, a movie about a badass woman who goes into the military and becomes like a fucking war. I love Demi Moore in that movie, too. Great movie, G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane, not G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. For that to be the joke comparison, to say, hey, you're going to be in G.I. Jane 2. I truly can't. Dude, 
um this you want to know how to become the number one villain in the world interview your husband about you cheating on you and you acting like it wasn't your fault at all i don't care what the fuck like are you kidding me i i watched the clips of that and it's like she doesn't ever apologize or say sorry to will and the whole thing i can't imagine anybody that can say they like Jada Pinkett Smith as a human being at this point. Like, I can't like she is in like no accountability. She fucking cheated on will and dude, the world loves Will Smith. They always have. And I still love Will Smith. I think we're going to get old Willie back the way we like the funny, happy men in black, Will Smith. You know the best resolution we could get out of this entire situation? A divorce. He, he leaves Jada, and him and Chris publicly are, like, cool again. Like, that would be awesome. Like, because, again, she's, yeah, she's the fucking problem, man. She's the problem. Like, I just, she's the problem, and and I can't even watch Scream 2 the same way anymore. I'm dead serious. Like, because I just, I hate her. I do not like her as a person. And, I'm just. I, anytime I watch that movie, I'm like, just please die already. Well, you, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like you you instantly think of the situation when you yep, see. Yep. I just think and... of the person that she is in real yeah. life, and I'm just like, because dude, Will Smith was so in like a huge part of a '90s kid's life. Like he was in everything. Like when I was growing up, everybody loved Will Smith, and like. And Fresh Prince was, it's still yeah. in rotation on TV. So it's and like, he, it never like, went away. It's always exactly. going to be relevant. He's like part of my childhood. Like he's one of the few people I think of when I think of actors. Like he's the you know, one of the first people I think of. So it's like. To men in black, what, you know. Yeah. Independence Day. Like to see what he's been put through. It's just like, fuck you. Like, like how could you do that? And, and then you know she's manipulated him to almost feel like it's his fault that she did that too, which is the most fucked up thing too. And it's I don't, like, and that's uh, not even up for debate either because that, that what happened at the, was that the Oscars last year? Yeah. What that was, yep. what you, what the world saw is like textbook mental manipulation. He laughed at the joke because it was a lighthearted, nice joke. You could almost call it a fucking compliment. G.I. Jane. And a badass warrior, <laughs> you know, and the fact that it wasn't until he saw she was mad that he did that. It was like a dog reacting to like the, the owner. Dude, it's insane how much of a stranglehold she has on this human being. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, God, I can't yeah. I can't I can't believe it. Yeah, we got we got controversial guys. We got some we got some but you guys know us. I mean, if you listen to all that, I don't think you know, no matter what side you're on in any of these situations, you have to be fair and walk away and be like, "Well, they walked the line pretty well." We do. Like I we you're never going I'm never really going to show my hand on like too many things. I don't like we don't get into like politics and and religion and all that shit on here, but I feel like when we do, we're very fair about walking that line of like, "Hey, you know, this is objectively dumb as fuck. And like, you know, I don't, yeah. it's not really ever mixed with opinion. And Jim Carrey was so right when he did the inter because Sonic two was coming out. So he was doing press at the time. And they asked him like, what do you think about it? And Jim's just like, I'm so glad to be out of Hollywood. I'm retiring mm -hmm. because the fact that 
they have those red carpet interviews and all these idiot actors are just like, oh, uh, you know, um, they're both great guys, blah, blah, blah. Like, none of, no, nobody was like, yeah, what, what Will did was absolutely ridiculous. Nobody said it that night. It wasn't until the next couple days that people were just like, yeah, that should There were comedians, like legit comedians that were talking about it. Theo Vaughn and um, Jeff, uh, who's the, the roast master. That guy's hysterical. I forget his name. Jeff Ross was like, yeah. yeah. That's bullshit. This is comedy. You want to be upset about a joke? Do it all day. You never get up and physically home. But like at the red, go back and watch the clips. Like when those people are interviewing the Dude, actors, I was, the, I was it watching pisses, it, it pisses me. It fucking pisses me off. And Jim Carrey is so right. He goes, Hollywood is not the cool place anymore. He's like, we're, it's just disgusting. He's like that. Nobody had the balls to just say it was. And he's so right. He was so right. And. I, it's just, I'm so glad that yeah, the Jim Carrey's a treasure. He's a treasure dude, to this world. He is just eternal sunshine of the spotless mind makes him a fucking legend. He's, but he's just one of the, one of the funniest people. And like, but when you like, see, he has some of the most like thought provoking, deep down to earth opinions and interviews of any actor I've ever watched. Like he's so intelligent and like, he seems like a no nonsense kind of guy, which is very to the point, which is hilarious because in all of his movies, he plays the opposite. Like he's right. very goofy and like, but yeah, he's, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. And then he, I, I know he said he would come back to act if it was like the perfect script and, and whatnot, but he, he doesn't need it. Like he doesn't need it. And, and good for him to get out while he's not like super old yet, you know, enjoy the next few decades of your life and not be caught in the, that, shit anymore yeah well, he got just, out of it at the right time that's for goddamn sure yeah but and the thing the thing i want to get across too is i think there was a misconception that it was screw will smith and everybody's like oh team chris rock i don't think that was the case i think people always love and still love will smith it's like once they started realizing what was going on like dude w will was not slapping chris like will was really well he did but what i'm getting at is like People realize now that Will is troubled. He's not right in the head. And it's like no, people are, are people still cheer for I still love Will. We all do. How do you not love Will Smith? He's an American treasure. You know, I, I just hope he comes out of all this soon and he gets his self-respect back because I just feel like he's probably lost a little bit of it. Yeah, and I, it was really disgusting, too, to see some of the reactions on social media that night of people like, yeah, good for Will for standing up for his woman and blah, Disgusting. blah, blah. Like, like, you know what kind of woman that is? Like, really? His woman, like his his wife. It, yeah, I'm sure he does love her, like totally and entirely. Unfortunately, it's not reciprocated. So, uh, no, no, not at all. Jada didn't deserve him standing up for her. Not at all. Not at all. She doesn't deserve that. She didn't have the respect to respect him in their marriage. Why the fuck should? No, at, no, absolutely not. Period. No. So some of those takes that I saw online, I was just like, you are such a fucking social, social justice warrior. You're trying to be like, no, nope. Sorry. You white knight yeah. want to be fuck. And no, no. Yeah. That's why that's, that's why I, I man, I I noticed that stuff more on Twitter than anything. Oh God. It's a cesspool. Yeah. Also, I'm just going to say, I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, God, Twitter has so many fucking bots now. Like so much spam on there. And like, I get like, it was one of the big things Elon said he was going to like 
take like really look into and try to take care of when he took over. And like, I wasn't like, you know, whatever, like it's a fucking company. Like who who's running it. Is it really that big of a deal at the end of the day? Not really because they have thousands of people beneath them that are actually probably doing all the running it. But I was really hoping, okay, maybe he will, you know, get rid of a bunch of these bots. No, (laughs) no, there's still a bunch of spam and bots on there. Twitter's becoming, it's just becoming like, ah, God, I just, uh, social media, like the only social media app that I don't really ever have issues with is Instagram. Like, really, that's it. I deleted Facebook like two years ago and I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. I was tired of seeing conspiracy theories and, and arguing with family members and, and people, you know, just seeing ugly sides of people, like ugly sides of people that you grew up with or like favors, man, that you're just like, you believe some of this shit? Like, I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't do it anymore. So I was like, I'm not doing that. And then um, Twitter, I love Twitter, man, because it's like news at your fingertips. Like you get like movie news, sports news, like right there as it breaks. And I love that about Twitter. But some of the other stuff that comes with Twitter, it is getting to a point where it's like, God damn, man. Especially like you were, you remember two weeks ago with Scream, people were going out of their way to try, try to spoil it on there. Like, yeah. I deleted the and, app. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like there, it's just like a free for all, and it's oh god, it's it's getting hard, man. I got, I got off of Facebook because my when my family started saying, "Hey, did you not see I tagged you in that post? You didn't you didn't like it?" <laughs> that's I'm serious. That's when I was like, "Oh fuck this, I'm off of Facebook," so I don't use it anymore. Um, damn it, Jennifer is just a beautiful human being. Yeah, look at her, look at her, look at her with that fucking and gun, bro. You, Jennifer has never seemingly seemingly had any drop of controversy in her career either, which I think is fantastic. And she strikes me as the kind of woman, based on what Adam, because Adam Sandler had done some interviews on Stern in the last couple of years, uh, promoting that Netflix movie he did with her. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's not that great of a movie. If Murder I'm mystery. Honest. Yeah, I didn't really like it that much, to be honest with you, but. She seems, based on what he said, like she's just like a regular broad. She's got her family. She ha- she takes care of her kids. And she just like, she doesn't really live the Hollywood lifestyle, it seems like. She likes stay home, be with her family, fucking barbecue and stuff. And like, she doesn't look like the party type either, which is just like, could you imagine how, you gotta be a lucky son of a bitch. And she looks fucking amazing. Like, I will always love Courtney Cox, but I think she has actually said she wished she would have gotten some of the work done. And I love Courtney to death. She's I love her. She was always my favorite on Friends. But I wish she would like it seems like Jennifer has just been like so good at aging gracefully and just taking care of herself. And you know, there's the expression there's like hot like a hot like you're a, oh she's a Hollywood 50 whatever. But I actually think Jen like Jennifer just looks fucking amazing she looks yeah it was always 41 like she just stays that age this might be controversial and i'm not trying to make a joke but i kind of am i I am look i it was always hard and horrible bosses to feel bad for charlie day because if jennifer aniston was my boss oh damn coming on to me like that it would be every day yes on (laughs) sleeping patients i do not care that's a good movie it's hilarious. And I love that they play that up too in the movie. They're like, this is your problem that she wants you like, this is your horrible boss. And I get it guys. I get it at its core. Yes, it is harassment and it's wrong. Like I, yes, come on. I know that. But like, I'm just saying from my perspective, harass me, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> well, even it's like today when you see those posts of like, a, you know, you know what? No, I better not go there. Yeah, we shouldn't. But I know underage is yeah, underage yeah. is underage. That's all I'm yep. going to say. So, yes, yeah. it's there all, is a it's double. There's right. a double standard there. We will. Yeah. say that. There's like there's the there's the fist bumps when it's the 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 the, the, the guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yep. still fucked up. Could you imagine being abroad in your mid 20s <laughs> and you throw away your career because you want to sleep with like a 16 year old kid? Like you've got to be an idiot. I, I, you uh, have got to be uh, honest yeah, with you. I was in high school. I, I wanted I when I was in high school. I wanted my English teacher to throw her life away for me. Miss I Ball. mean, I I yep. had some pretty good looking teachers Man. too in high school. Funny thing was, after I graduated, um, I went and uh, I went around to like say hi to some old teachers. Uh, really, just her. That was just the one I wanted to say hi to. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm eighteen now. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> uh, but let me tell you something, Christian. Miss Wall knew she was hot. She, um, I remember Superbad had just come out and she was talking to us about Superbad. Another uh, great the, movie. Yeah, the week after it came out and how she went and saw it and blah, blah, blah. And was asking those of us that had seen it what we thought of it. And her phone started ringing and uh, she had a ringtone on. And her ringtone was Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry. And uh, when she went to get her phone out of her purse, she uh, was very clearly writing a thong that was wearing, riding high up and... A tramp stamp and i was oh, like man. i was like oh miss wall hello <laughs> yeah she was she was a wild one she still teaches too i think at my school leprechaun just grabbed his dick <laughs> he did just grab a handful of dick i think you guys know already... you guys know how these commentaries go it's just <laughs> i think did we already miss the uh fruit the the not fruit loops the uh lucky charm scene i saw it happen yeah it yeah. happened <laughs> We were talking about Will Smith, though. So. Will Smith. Yeah, the first half of this episode was Leprechaun talk, and then, you know, this is how it goes, guys. We go into other topics. Who knows what how, we'll talk about next week? I think the average person, when they watch Leprechaun, they love watching it, and they love having it in the background, but they start either playing on their phone or talking about something when they're, wa when they're watching it. I think that's just natural. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really... I it's It's not meant to be taken seriously. He like, looks so good, though. Like, the makeup on him right here is just fucking phenomenal. I think his outfit is the best in this movie, believe it or not. I really do. I think it fits the best. I think it looks the best. I really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Part one is part one is is everything. And I think part one has my favorite ending, too, when he's melting and he's falling down that well. You know? The guy yeah. that did the makeup for this movie, he worked on Jason Lives. So, you get, you get quality. I do like in... Uh... Do like in Leprechaun 4 where the Leprechaun comes out of that dude's dick and then later in the movie the <laughs> chick says that it's her fault because she gave him a boner <laughs> and then the dude she's talking to that the Marine is like hey you know hey that's probably how he would have wanted it I mean if you know I'd love to go out that way and she's like oh yeah and he's just like fucking weirdo and walks away I'm like that was awesome because you totally thought that was going to go the way of like Oh well, hey, we should. But he like shot her down. He was like, "I'm good." Yeah. Oh man. Oh Jennifer. It's just weird to see her as a brunette too. I love it. Oh my god, she's so pretty. Yeah, I know that uh, her uh, team. Oh god, not... <laughs> <a> skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Take a look at this mother. You know that a, a crew member's pushing him down the Oh, halls. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I know that her team did not want the to, these people to really market her being in the a lot like because one you're right it did film earlier than it came out by the time it came out she was actually making waves and uh, her team was like you cannot be associated with that shit it's kind of like mcconaughey and zwegger and the next generation they were like no no you can't you you do not want them using you to prop up that movie it's like i mean you're in it though like yeah. call a spade Daisy, a spade you're there da yeah dazing infused came out and that was a big deal. And um, it's interesting with Next Generation, too, because McConaughey has no issue talking about it and he doesn't talk about it negatively. Um, and also, what was really cool was like there was this unearthed VHS. So, just in case you're listening to this and you're not super aware, the original cut of the movie is called The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It has been released on high definition. I say high definition. They upscaled as best they could a lot of the footage. Uh, and then the movie th came out. The movie came out on VHS as Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. But Orbit DVD got in from like a warehouse or something a VHS release that nobody had ever seen before of texas chainsaw 4 and it's called the return of the texas chainsaw massacre and it looks like it's some kind of canadian no, baby, vhs no, baby freddy hand come to i know the phone there. yeah but i but uh wes from dead pit got one he did a video on it if you guys want to see it just go to wes's go to go to dead pit the youtube channel and wes got it because the guy from orbit just got a box of them from some kind of old warehouse and then just sold them and it's really cool so it's like it's cool when you get to unearth some weird artifacts like that years and years later for a movie uh but i don't remember what 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 year the date i had on it i don't know if it was 94 95 or 96 because i think the vhs didn't really come out to like 96 but sydney swears up and down as a kid her that's only texas chainsaw massacre she watched as a kid and it used to be on showtime or hbo one of the two all the time when she was really little so it's yeah. i i love movies like this where they've got the really big stars and like they, they kind of get hidden like that i just think that's awesome but I, i've never seen a clip of jennifer talking about leprechaun in my life i've never once seen her acknowledge it no i mean zellweger talk about the next generation um yeah i think she did uh mcconaughey has um not on every interview because most people that interview him probably haven't even seen those <sighs> movies. Give a fuck. you know but I've never seen, and I can't imagine Jennifer would not, she would probably chuckle at it like this, the way Paul Rudd would, if he talked about Halloween six, but they'll talk about it. I can't imagine Jennifer would just like, I don't think she'd Pamela Springsteen it. I think she'd actually talk about what, it. One of my favorite things about the newest Blumhouse trilogy is that Paul Rudd literally called Anthony Michael Hall and gave him his blessing to play Tommy. I thought that that was so funny that that actually happened. I was like, there's there's no way. But Anthony Michael Hall was like, yeah, he called me and he gave me his blessing. And I, was like, I would have loved awesome. to. Have, I didn't like I would have loved to have seen Paul. I think he did the right thing because he's really good in Ghostbusters Afterlife. But at the same time, I would have loved to have seen Paul Rudd in Halloween Kills, too. I, I would have wanted him to be creepy. 
Hickey Dwyer's sick. Yeah, you 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 can't come back and play a different Tommy Doyle. Like you need to come back and play Tommy Doyle. Yeah. I did that on purpose, Christian. I got to get wrong? this toy that my cats are playing with on, on oh, the okay. ground. Um, I just shut my camera off for a second because they're playing with this damn ball. Dumbass cats. Damn. Come on, Jennifer. Get the hell out of there. Oh, my God. <laughs> the leprechaun's on roller. It's like you see in the first movie, shit's already hit the fan. Oh, there's that cool shot of him also, going through the fence. I'm going to be totally I, honest. I don't know I love about it. you guys, but I'm one of those six sons of bitches that does this. Yeah. Fuck getting a glass. What do you, Wait, what is that? Orange juice. Oh, orange juice. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, you I'm, want to... I'll be honest. I'm, I'm one of those people. I'll, I'll take swigs out of the milk and the orange juice. So are you are you going to Halloween 45 years of terror? Are you getting cold feet? I'm not getting cold feet. The tickets aren't on sale yet. So oh, really? Yeah, you can't even buy tickets yet. But um, no, I mean, that's the plan. I want to go like I, that. That's the plan. But it just it literally all depends on the cost. Like because I would hope ticket packages aren't too insane because it's just going to get you in the door. That's the one thing about conventions that I feel like needs to be better sometimes like getting in the door should not be that expensive at all because getting in the door means nothing you're just in the same building as these people you, right. you don't get to talk to them or get pictures or autographs or merch or anything unless you spend an arm and a leg so you know what i mean like so we'll see that's it that's the thing i hate about conventions nowadays dude is compared to my first one i came in at the tail end of the humble era Everybody is just charging out of their ass now. Dude, when I, it was 20, and I'll never forget it, dude. In 2015, half of the people that I met were talking about how ridiculous it was that Nev was charging $60 an autograph and then $60 a picture. And I'll never forget Mark, not Mark Patton, Robert Rustler. He was like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, you guys are all working class people come here to meet us, and she wants to charge that. I'm not saying she's not worth it. She's worth it to if you if you want to pay it. And hey, it's not like I if you can make that money, make it. But I'll never forget during and nowadays that's average. That's like average for like an autograph is like that for somebody in a movie that big. But during the time when it when she came out and did that, dude, a bunch of the people actors there that were even, they were openly talking about how ridiculous they thought it was. Like, dude, this is highway robbery. I can't believe she's charging that. But now it's just crazy. Like, cause when I, dude, when I first went on my first convention, I walked up right to, I walked right up to uh, Doug Bradley, and for forty bucks, I got an autograph and a picture out the door. Forty bucks. Now that's like that's the average what they charge for one thing for one thing, forty dollars for an autograph. So it's like, dude. If you want to meet three people at that Halloween convention, you're already well over a hundred bucks. Well over a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it just depends on the the level of person you meet too. I'm sure there's going to be people there. It's a hundred bucks for a photo op with them. Like, period. God, Jesus. And it's just like, guys, I. <laughs> 
you know, uh, unless uh, the channel takes off here in the next few months, I don't have a ton of uh, income just lying around. You know, most of us don't uh, in, in in America. So, yeah, it's it's not easy. Um, it's a dream. Like, it's a dream. It's, it's you know, I've loved the series since I was a little kid. Like, you know, I, I've, I've watched videos of the other conventions, and I know people that have gone to a lot of these, you know, 35 and 30 and 25. And I've always told myself, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, especially before some of these people die that have, you know, meant a lot to me in my life. But it's just like, it, it's all about the cost, man. It really, really is. Yeah. I, I met, I have an autograph from him in my, my autograph book, uh, Sheriff Brackett. I forget his name. Cyphers, Charles yeah, Cyphers. Dude, he is such like, he is such like a jolly old man. And I, he had like a big white beard when I met him and he looked like Santa Claus. Not like a big, he wasn't like a big fat guy, but he was just like a small, like, I feel like he shrunk in his old age. Like he actually got shorter, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, a he was so nice. He was like so fucking cool. But Dick Warlock was at like a, when I went to go get in his line, he left for lunch. And then when he came back, he had to do a, a panel where he had to repeat himself a thousand times, ask, answering the same stupid questions. But I didn't get to meet Dick Warlock. So I wish I would have. But he was, most of those guys go to Texas Frightmare. And I just think it's hysterical that John Carpenter is going to be at Texas Frightmare, but he won't do the Halloween convention. I think it's hysterical. He really, he really doesn't like Halloween, man. <laughs> like he really doesn't like he came. And I know some people would hear this and be like, that's not true. It's true. Like it's, it's true. He does not like the franchise. He does not. I don't think he likes the fandom all that much because I feel like he blames us a lot for what Halloween became. Uh, you know, to him, it was a self-contained movie about the boogeyman. It was never supposed to be anything else, but it got so popular that they started making sequels and just completely, I don't know, ruining what he had in his mind, ruining what he had created. And, you know, I, a lot of his career came Halloween focused. Everyone always wanted to talk about Halloween. And like, that has to be annoying as a director. That's like, I have multiple really good movies. Why are you always only asking me about mm -hmm. Halloween? So. And there's more to it than, than met the eye. When I was reading those books, like the fact that he, tried to come back multiple times because studios like at, there were there are parts of his career where it was like that's he was his hands were forced he was getting sued from uh what's his face like hey you, you know, own part of this you're stopping us from making another one to make money dino? off of it uh not dino uh a cop no not a, a cod and uh uh the other guy uh Oh, uh, um, uh, Erwin Yablans. Yeah, they sued him. Mm -hmm. And he had to like, and then and he sued him. And then, then he went against them and tried to team up with Canon Pictures to do it. And then they he got outbid. And so like, there's like, it's like he couldn't get away from it. And then he got screwed by it where he actually did work on sequels to do. And then wasted all that time and effort when he, when they don't even use his movie. So it's like, I think there's more to it than that than just what people think about. And so it's like, but he never talks about that. I have to read about this stuff. I've never once heard John say, yes, I, I hired a writer. We worked on a script where I was going to make Michael a ghost and he shows up on Halloween and it was going to star. The movie was going to be about the kids from the first movie. I've never once heard him openly talk about that. I had to read about all this stuff.
So I don't know. And that was a and, great idea. That was a great idea. And then I never once heard him ever talk. If you watch, I, I don't know if it was the inside story. I don't know what documentary it was, but they, when they talk about H2O, all that John shows is Jamie reached out to me and they wanted to work on it and do this. That's, uh, 25 years of terror. 25 years. Of terror. And all they show John say is he goes, Nope, no thanks. What he failed to mention is he was going to do it, but he wanted a lot of money. Yeah. And 10 it's million. Like, it's like, yeah. So it's like, and during that part of his career, like John never really had any hits in the nineties at all. The only movie he did that made money was vampires. Cause it did really well overseas. But in terms of like box office in America, everything he did was a flop besides, I, I don't think you consider body bags a flop. It was made for TV. I assume that did well on Showtime. So I think there's just so much more to it, but the average people that don't really dig or read these books or find out about this stuff don't realize that he probably has a bigger love hate relationship with it because like he couldn't get away from it. And then he got screwed out of doing shit with it. And you know, if, 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 if you've got people suing you because they need you to make another one because you have ownership in it, <laughs> like, dude, I'd be so fucking annoyed too. Yeah, I've never, I've even being like a hardcore Halloween fan, I've never faulted John or or had any will ill feelings toward him about how he's felt about the series as a whole, especially in recent years. And people are like, "No, he loves Halloween. He came back to score the the new trilogy. Uh, he did that one because he's he's not directing, he's not writing anymore. He's got more free time on his hands." Two. Jamie was on board. You know, Malik came to him. They, I'm sure, gave him a lot of money. And it was just kind of perfect because he's in the music stage of his career now. That's what he's doing predominantly. So when they came to him and they were like, and he didn't have to do it by himself. Yeah, bring bring your team in and, and do the score. And it's probably that, that was probably like, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the movie. Like, right. I'll, I'll do the music. Like, that's cool. Like, whatever. Pay me to do some press for it. Cool. I, I highly doubt he cares much at all. Like, he showed up to the set of 2018 for one day and didn't show up, I believe, for kills or ends. But he has gone on record saying he does like Halloween ends. So that's cool. But and it's not um, it's not surprising why, because it it's totally against the bro like I don't know. I and, and then imagine hating a movie you made, but the the people love it. Imagine that too. It's like, no, like this movie sucks. And everybody's like, no, Halloween two's awesome. Yeah, he doesn't like <laughs> Halloween too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I can I I can kind of get it. I, I I get it. Well, because it betrayed what his initial intent was. So I totally understand why he felt pressured and you know to pump out a sequel and not just that, but when they see the first cut of it and dailies and whatnot, they're like, "This isn't good enough. We need yeah. more of this and more of that." So then John has to get behind the camera because let's just be honest, Rick Rosenthal is not a good director. He's not. A lot of the good shit in Halloween too is John Carpenter. Oh, and he, when, yeah, and he was when, a kid too doing it. I think that was like his first or second movie. Yeah, it might have been saying, Rick's first movie. Twenty years later, with Resurrection, when he didn't have Carpenter's help, it showed you. Oh, you're yeah. actually not very good. Well, I mean, to be fair, dude, when 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 fucking Buster Rhymes comes in and he gets the he gets like the the he he's able to rewrite all his dialogue and just the fact that he was hired in the first place, who the fuck could have made that good? That thing was a that thing was a shit show. I can from tell the you who could have made that good. 
uh rob eli, Zombie. Ro- eli roth <laughs> rob zombies halloween resurrection dude i would have watched that so would i can you imagine the dialogue buster would have had <laughs> I, I just <laughs> oh man but yeah no i mean i i john's great love john Oh, here we uh, go. Look at Lep. He's melting. I This is awesome. I love the way this looks. Oh, oh. yeah. This is, oh, my, so- I, this is my favorite ending. Yeah, well, I mean, most of the endings suck. So. Yeah. There he goes. And he's going to be down there for years until Leprechaun returns. Yep, he never came back. Never came out. Every other movie was a dream sequence. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> the entire Leprechaun in the Hood is a dream sequence. Uh-huh um uh yeah i mean i saw you did a video on it so we should probably just mention it really quick because everybody's joking about it uh if you guys didn't know and if you were curious about going to see evil dead rise next month it's gonna beat you off so dude that is that is the just fucking hysterical to me i mean how 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 do you write that and not read it back and I, i looked i looked at the the guy that made that and i checked the following comments he never corrected himself no but so, i think it's because the tweet got so much traction that he was like fuck it i got it got a lot of attention i'm just gonna leave it up yeah oh did you also see the video of that guy that yells this movie fucking sucks yeah fuck that guy and i love that bruce I campbell think was like get the fuck out of here. i think it's fake i think it's fake that i i because i started thinking about this that guy was like 50 60 feet away but you heard him like he was mic'd up really well. I don't now, know if Bruce Campbell seemed legitimately mad. Like he did seem like in his voice, he he sounded irritated. Like that's why I was like, he's, even he, Lee Cronin, the director was like, really? Like you do this now? Like while we're doing our Q&A, you couldn't have just, you know, bemoaned about it right after, like during the credits. Like you had to wait till this point. Like, no, I, I don't think it was fake. I really I don't, don't. Know. it's the whole thing seemed fishy to me though because like dude he's but like there was 70 some, feet away somebody on twitter said that that dude was he like fell asleep like halfway through the movie and there was a lot of speculation that he had been drinking too so like he didn't even watch the whole movie he was drunk and angry and was just talking shit let's uh let me see something akeem was there yeah he 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 said it's fucking great yeah, I know. I was messaging him and I said, you need to take me to work with you one day. And he was like, oh, for sure. I was like, I'm serious. Uh, Whatever you do, get my foot in the door. That was Leprechaun, y'all. Let me see. Let me, let me find it. I want me gold. I want to, uh, I'm going to pull it up so people can hear it, hear the video. If you're a friend listening. with weed, it's a friend indeed. Because this is not going to get me a copyright. I can still monetize this video if I play this. All right, let me, all right, here we go. Let me let me let me pull this up. And I don't know, just something seems somewhat fishy about it. But I don't know. I'll I'll let people decide. Uh okay. Akeem, we you were there. Tell us. It was it was it legit? Yeah, I'm 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 wondering why he never brought that up to me. All right, here we go. I'm gonna pull this up. Okay, here we go. By the way, everybody the Marauder. Uh, um, we held the elevator scene over Lee's head to try and get the schedule. What's that? 
This movie fucking sucks. What? Oh, he was by the stage. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Okay, so I noticed something that I never really I noticed I think the before. reason you could hear him so well is that he was close to the stage. I mean, but those guys, are they're holding, like Bruce and those guys, they're holding microphones, I thought. But here, here's the thing I noticed. if you When you first look at the clip, there's a security person down. I think it may be real now that I look at it because when you first start the clip, there's clearly a security guy right there by him. That guy had his phone out and he was filming himself and he's talking he, he doesn't start raising his voice though until a certain point but i don't care if the movie's good bad or indifferent you are a whoever you are you're an idiot you if that's legitimate you are an idiot why would you do that you got your five seconds brother all right are you guess what now everybody thinks you're an idiot <laughs> like what are you doing yeah, also, I'm just going to say, we don't put a lot of stock into this, guys, but um, when the critics so far give it 100%, I'm going to go ahead and say it doesn't it doesn't suck. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and say that, you know, again, Akeem, uh, a buddy of ours, messages me and tells me, you're going to love it. He was like, it's brutal and nihilistic like the 2013 movie, but also has some black, dark humor in there like Evil Dead 2. It's like a perfect mix. Sign me the foot. Like, where do I sign up for that? Like, now, I don't trust yeah. anybody. And besides, I don't trust anybody that wears a plain uh, gray zip-up hoodie with no art or words on it. Yeah, That's just psychotic. Who Get wears out of here, Charlie Manson, you fucking weirdo. Who wears that? Actually, Christian kind of looks like Charlie Manson. I probably do. <laughs> no, dude, I'm really excited. I, I expect it to be good. My my only my only thing is I need it to be better than at least one of them. I don't want this. I don't want to come out of evil. Then allow eyes. yourself uh, allow yourself to go into the movie expecting that and hoping for it. Don't go. I do not go into this movie. With the mindset of, yeah, it'll probably be good, but those other four, those are fucking bangers, man. So it's probably not going to touch those, but it'll be good. Nah, go into this movie going, all right, show me what you got. Like, because like I, I've, I have, I've been trapped there before with some like sequels where I'm like, I hope it's good. I mean, it can't be as good as these ones that I've been watching for years that are great, but I hope it's yeah. at least good. And then, so your brain doesn't allow you to, even when you're done with it, you're like, yeah, it was good. But, like, I don't think it's on the same level. Nah, I'm going to go in completely open-minded. Like, this is unpopular, but Evil Dead is – The Evil Dead is my fourth favorite in the series, the original. And, like, I, I get it. The Evil Dead has some great shit from Raimi and, and Campbell and some genuinely creepy moments. But, like, I feel like Evil Dead 2 did everything the first one did better. I think Army of Darkness was so inventive and funny and – 
like just like how can you not love it and then evil dead 2013 i think is just depravity like on steroids so like it's my least favorite having said that they're all five damn near perfect movies for me i wouldn't pick them apart so I don't know if this one's yeah. close to Evil Dead 2013. It's probably going to be, it's probably going to be number four. This can't, and, and I don't think this should be any surprise that it's going to get, that it's going to be really good considering that we know that it was going to go to theaters, then it was going to go straight to streaming, but then it tested so well again that they were like, no, 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 no. We got to go to theaters. So, I mean, I really, sh it really shouldn't be any surprise that it's going to be really good. You know, I, I, I don't like to, I, I don't like to be that, oh, I expect this or I need it to be like this either. But at a certain point when you've, when you've seen that's the trajectory of it, that they wanted to put the stream, but it tested it so well, they're like, no, we got to go to theaters. So I don't know. Yeah. And to see Raimi and Campbell on the press tour for this movie and as vol as involved as they are, that gives me hope too. Like Sam Raimi has openly talked about, I like, I fucking love this movie. Like, like fans are going to really like this movie. This movie is awesome that I, I, I trust him when it comes to evil dead, because like, this is his baby. And like, if he is tr telling the fans, don't worry, this is going to be killer. I got no reason to believe it won't be. Oh, so dude. I also, see what you got. I also want to say it looked like Sam Raimi handled that whole situation. So well, he literally just laughs, Yeah, you know, what an idiot. And even, even if you don't like the movie, why would you flip off Sam Raimi? Yeah. What What are you doing? He made, he made one of the greatest superhero movies ever. Dark Man. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yeah, Dark Man. <laughs> Dark Man um, is good. I like Dark Man, but Spider-Man 2 is like one of the best I knew, I, I know, superhero I know. movies. Um, yeah, so I, what an idiot. You know, brother, if that was real, you're an idiot. You got but no hey, you're, you're You got mildly famous for 24 hours. Yeah, well, nobody knows his name, and I hope they don't ever learn it. No. But uh, that was a Leprechaun episode, guys. Uh, St. Patrick's Day as you guys are listening to this, so we hope you guys are uh, feeling a little luck of the Irish. That's not cool. Um, you know, drink your green beers and your shamrock shakes and, and whatever you guys are going to do tonight. But uh, And watch some uh, Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, watch watch, watch Leprechaun Four. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know in the comments below what Leprechaun movie you're watching tonight, and uh, if there is a fan of Leprechaun Origins, someone be that person. Let us know in the comments that you like it or don't. You know, whatever. But now, if, if there was a screening of Leprechaun Origins and you stood up and flipped off Vince McMahon and said this movie fucking sucks, I would applaud warranted. you. Warranted. <laughs> yep, warranted. <laughs> I get up and start cheering. Good for you. Yes. Yeah. But no, this was fun, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the first half where we talked about the Leprechaun franchise. And then we talked about some social stuff and, and you know, Hollywood and just kind of went off the rails. That's how it what goes, we do. Man. Uh, yeah. If you don't know that by now, well, you do now. So, yeah. All right. So thank you, guys. Happy St. Patty's Day. This movie fucking sucks. <laughs>